Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the... You know what? Actually, I can't do this right now. I'm way too tired. I'm just gonna go take a nap, if that's alright. Cool! Guys, we spend nearly a third of our lives asleep, but most of us aren't even doing it right. Or not getting the most out of it, at least. With the rise of social media blowing up our phones 24 by 7, Going to sleep can seem like a tedious task, which we all want to avoid at any cost. Who knows if we go to sleep and miss that one text message from our crush, so you might as well just stay up and scroll through Instagram for a bit. Or that one video that you've been waiting for your favorite YouTuber to upload, especially if it's the Street Psychology YouTube channel. Link in description, by the way. So you decide to watch a few others, you know, in preparation for it. Or, you know, when you're watching a show and you've seen or heard something about that one scene in an episode down the line, so you decide to binge the entire season? Life is full of distractions from our sleep, but today I'm going to be going over some of the reasons why you need to be getting more. Welcome to the Street Psychology Podcast, where you get to learn some of the more practical applications of psychology, whilst also allowing me to teach you some more tips and tricks on how to improve yourself and your surroundings based on the mind. Today's episode is all about the importance of sleep, and some of the effects that not getting enough of it can have on you. Firstly, I'm going to go over some of the basics of sleep, things that you didn't know, things that are connected to psychology, and then I'll go into some of the reasons why sleep deprivation can be fatal. If that sounds interesting, stick around for the entire episode, because there'll be some fun facts at the end that I can bet you didn't know. When you go to sleep, your brain and body are still active. It's a lot like when you put your laptop in sleep mode. Sure, the background processes are still running, but the laptop screen itself is shut off, and the operating system is at its base level. And sleep isn't just one long thing that you do. There's actually several cycles that your brain goes through when you're sleeping. Each cycle is about 90 minutes long, and it's composed of several of the same stages, which are all very important in maintaining your mental and physical health. These stages have been divided into two categories. Non-rapid eye movement, or NREM, and rapid eye movement, or just REM. Both of these are exactly like they sound. Either your eyes are still, or rapidly moving under your eyelids during your sleep. With all that basic information out of the way, now I'm going to be walking you through the different stages of sleep, and some of the processes that our body undergoes when we're actually in those stages. Stage 0 is wake. It's right before you actually fall asleep, when you're lying in bed. The time spent in this stage can vary from person to person and day to day. Any emotions that you have during the day you carry into bed. This can actually impact how long you spend in the wake stage, because if you've had a rather busy or stressful day, your brain is still trying to cool down from everything that's happened. Furthermore, sleeping disorders can also impact the time that you spend in the stage, because most of them can mess up how your brain functions and whether or not it's able to actually shut off from what's happened during the day. Once you actually manage to fall asleep, this is when you enter into stage 1 and 2, which is the light sleep stage. These stages occur at the start of your sleep cycle and act as a transition point into deeper sleep later down the line. In this stage, you also go through a set of physical changes, including the following. Your muscles relax and sometimes may jerk. This is normal. Respiration, or your breathing, begins to slow. Your heart rate decreases, your body temperature drops, and your brain waves begin to shift from their wakefulness pattern. In the light sleep stage, you can wake up quite easily, and that's because this is in the NREM portion of your sleep, 
also known as the non-rapid eye movement portion. From this we move into stages 3 and 4, also known as deep sleep. To all my fellow gym junkies out there, this is the part of sleep that is super crucial, especially if you've worked out that day, and you'll see why in a second. The period of deep sleep occurs more in the first half of the night than in the second half. Don't ask me why, your body just does weird things. And it's the part of the sleep that gives you that refreshed feeling when you wake up in the morning. Here is where your body regrows torn tissue and is extremely important if you've been working out, especially weightlifting, as the growth of muscle actually comes from micro tears that you make when you exercise. This is the time when your body can regrow that torn tissue in order to make bigger muscles. A lack of sleep can actually stifle this process and lead to injuries if the tears don't fully heal, which is why it's really, really important that you hit the deep sleep stage. Some other changes that your body goes through during this stage includes your heartbeat relaxing and your breathing slowing to its lowest level, your muscles also relax, making it difficult for you to wake up, and brain waves become even slower. Believe it or not, this is also still in the NREM portion of your sleep, just not fully, it's sort of a transition point into your REM sleep. Which brings us to our last stage, which is REM sleep. And based on the name, I'm sure you can guess this is where your eyes begin to move rapidly from side to side behind closed eyelids. REM sleep is a super important stage because this is where you dream and process what's actually happened during the day. Your arm and leg muscles actually become temporarily paralyzed in order to prevent you from actually acting out your dreams. Again, some of the other processes that your body undergoes during this stage include your brain waves starting to become a mix of the frequencies between what they're like when you're asleep and when you're awake. Your breathing also becomes a bit faster and irregular, while your heart rate and blood pressure become more like they were when you were awake. That is essentially the processes that your brain and body undergo when you're sleeping. And as you can tell, each stage plays a crucial role in maintaining homeostasis, or basically just maintaining your body, so that you're relaxed and ready for the next day of whatever you intend to do. Now, with that all being said, here are five reasons why sleep is super important and a lack of it might injure you. But before I go into those, if you can, please leave me a rating on whatever platform you're listening to this on so that more people can get access to this podcast and help improve themselves and their surroundings based on the mind. The first reason why sleep is super important is that it's connected to regulating weight and metabolism. A study published online by Tateri et al. in 2004 found that those who had shorter sleep periods had an increased appetite and a worse metabolism performance, leading to an increased BMI, which means that you tend to eat more and not process as, as quickly. A lack of sleep has also been linked to obesity in adults by a margin of 55%, meaning that those who get less sleep tend to also be more obese for the same reasons. Secondly, not getting enough sleep can reduce concentration and productivity. When you're asleep, your brain can actually unwind and relax from spending its entire day making decisions and processing information. Much like a car, if you don't give the engine a break, it might overheat and potentially implode. And in this case, that would mean that you just have an all-time low, your brain doesn't want to process information, and it can actually hamper your productivity. An example of this can be found in a study conducted by Williamson and Fair, which examined error rates and sleep deprivation. Their results showed that interns on a traditional schedule with extended work hours of 24 hours made 36% more serious medical errors than those on a schedule with more sleep. If you want to learn more about the process of decision making, I've already made a podcast episode on that called The Paradox of Choice, so make sure you go check that out next. It can be found on whatever platform you're listening to this on, or it'll be linked down below. 
Third reason why you need more sleep is that poor sleepers have a greater risk of heart disease and stroke. Getting less than 7-8 hours of sleep can lead to a range of health conditions as your body is unable to maintain itself and regulate functions including the heart. Going back to the same metaphor from earlier, if you don't give your body a rest, there's a chance that other functions can also be under severe stress and overheat and implode. This time, including your heart. Fourthly, fourth of all? The fourth thing is that sleeping at least eight hours improves your immune system. Have you ever had a really bad cold and the doctor just told you to get more rest? That's because your body needs to take time to heal and fight off whatever viruses it currently has inside of it. Not only that, but if you're getting ample rest, you're less likely to get the disease in the first place as your body has the energy and capability to fight it off before it turns into an actual problem. And on the flip side, if you don't get enough rest, it actually makes your body weak and unable to fend off these viruses that are entering your system, making you get really sick from something as simple as the common cold. Finally, one of the biggest reasons why you need to get sleep is because it affects emotions and social interactions. Sleep loss reduces your ability to interact socially as a result of tiredness. A study by Walker et al. in 2010 found that people who hadn't slept had a reduced ability to recognize expressions such as anger and happiness. Basically, your brain needs to work in order to be able to interact with people and pick up on social cues. If it doesn't do that, then there's a chance you may hamper your social interaction by saying or doing the wrong thing. And there you have it guys, basics of what sleep is and why it's so important. Now, I know what you must be thinking. Well, that's great. Now I know why sleep is important, but I don't know how to get better sleep. Well, I didn't want to bombard you with too much information in a singular episode. So that's why this has become sort of a two-part thing. So make sure you follow this podcast on whatever you're listening to this on, so that when that episode comes out, you will be the first person to be notified. Don't tell the others, alright? Thank you guys so much for listening. I really hope you've learned something. And if not, maybe I'll do better in the next one. So you might as well stick around. That's all for this episode, and remember, stay psyched.